So welcome to the show guys and um, thanks for joining us and uh, today we've got a very special guest, Mr. Luke Harris. Very special. Um, are you there, Mr. Luke? Hey, hello. Hey up, Charlie. Hello thanks there. Thanks for having us on <laughs> such a... How are you finding it? It's pretty mad. It's, um, yeah, it's been difficult to get into a routine. But I think that's it. Once you're in a routine yeah. and, yeah, now that I know that this is just how things are for now, it's all right. It's kind of like it's that time off when there's no disturbances and I can just get on what I with what I need to get on with, which is actually really cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How are you finding it? So it's giving you that time. Yeah, it's giving me that time as well just to kind of sit back and kind of say, right, I'm not having to go anywhere. There's no birthdays. There's no weddings. There's no family appointments. You know, there's no sort of kind of compulsory things that I have to do. There's no FOMO. Like, not compulsory, but you sit... Yeah, there's no fear of missing out. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's good. I think it's good in some ways. Obviously, the situation isn't good, but on a sort of more personal basis, the people who are utilising this time, I think will probably be, you know, doing quite well out of it. If you've got, you know, some money stored, if you're luckily, you know, if you're lucky to have enough money to sort of feed yourself and pay your bills and stuff, then you're you're sorted, aren't you, really? Yeah. And if you can make money online as well, then, then it's all right. Yeah. And especially if, you know, the, well, I feel sorry for the people who are sort of, well, I don't feel sorry, but I just, like, you know, I feel like, bloody hell, I'd hate to be single or, like, somebody who's, like, sort of a Tinder user at the moment, you know? I was thinking, bloody hell, that must be hard. Yeah, I think it is hard for, yeah, because, yeah, you're just going to have months now, and... <laughs> <laughs> Let's face it, no one likes Kino. I'm going to have to bleep that. I, I'm going to, I'm going to, this is a family show, okay? Oh, sh- <laughs> oh. Ah. Okay. Right. okay. Bleep, bleep all of that. So, no, yeah. okay. No, but it's. Uh... Just to tell you a little bit about Luke, Luke is like a. Uh, he's a, a sound designer, very sound orientated artist would you say Luke you're very he's he's an amazing recordist he's done lots of um really cool jobs um oh. throughout his time um in you know and he's done some really interesting pieces of music and sound design and what was the the one you did recently um or the one that you've been working on is the is the 360 one. Uh, tell us a little bit about that. The 360, oh, the app? No, no, no. Or the, um, the... It's a yeah. 360 degree um, musical experience that's curated by Dan Sampsa at the Albany. You know but what I mean? It, well, yeah, it's like the Ambisonic 360 thing that was going to be held at the uh, Albany Theatre with 30 something speakers and like. A big wow. dub sound system as well, but it's been cancelled. <sighs> oh. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, sorry, so, just saw a point just, there. Uh, <laughs> just breaking the news now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame, man. Yeah. But at least you've been doing the work for it. It's not a total loss, is it? I'm sure you've been enjoying doing the work for it and doing the 
the work behind yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think when there's there's a will to do it still, and even though it's not going to happen this time round, I think we'll still we'll make it happen. You know, I think there's a thirst mm. for that kind of thing at the moment. You know, especially when everyone gets released out of prison. I mean, quarantine. Mm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but look, I'm going to play the first track that you sent me. And what's this one called? It's called Let's Sing Together, is it? Let's, yeah. Um, it's, um, just find it. Yeah. Let, let us sing. How, say, how, what's it called? Let Us Sing Together. Let Us Sing Together. Yeah. yeah. And it's, That's um, nice. Why is it called that? Well, it, I wrote it when I went to see my friend Guillaume in Paris. And it when I was... Yeah. There, we were just about to... Well, actually, we left the EU. And it was also the mm. beginning of, like, the coronavirus. And then... So I kind of... Hmm, without it being too time-stamped, I was like, you know, the, the thing that we really need to do is is not um, kind of walk away from each other. You know, we've got to kind of stay solid. Ow.
Lovely. That is Let Us Sing Together by Luke Harris. And what a lovely submission this week. What a beautiful piece of music that was. And just want to ask you, when you were making this track, it was like um, in your head you were feeling like it was kind of... I don't know, when I've, lis- I've listened to this before and I, I, I think it's got a... Um, it's got a kind of sentiment of it's. It's got a very thoughtful feel about it, hmm. and uh, is that what you're kind of imbuing into it? Yeah, it just you know sometimes when you're in a different place and like hmm. what you're looking at is not your normal thing. You know, I was was pretty far away from home, hmm. and. What were you doing? Why did you go there? Why did you go to France? Um, I just went there just because I had a little bit of time off work, <laughs> and I and okay. it was really easy. Just and you like cheese, obviously. And I love cheese and wine. I know you like cheese. <laughs> I, I know you love cheese. I and love wine. cheese <laughs> and wine, uh, especially. Last French. time you visited me, can you remember? Can you remember, I, can you remember when you visited me here? Yeah, I do remember. <laughs> and there was lots of che- <laughs> and you've got the best cheese and the best wine. And yeah, <laughs> it was fucking great. Oh, yeah. I can't Can say that. Can you remember that. what your favourite one was? Uh, oh, what? Which the cheese? Yeah. Can you uh, remember what cheese was your favourite? I think you had a really nice gorgonzola. It was like particularly good. Yeah, I had like a gorgonzola. A, a saffron. Do you remember one. what it was infused with? Saffron. Yeah, it was saffron gorgonzola, which was crazy, man. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it was good. And it was, and it wasn't. You'd think it would. T- take over the flavour of the gorgonzola but it really rested nicely didn't it it was subtle it was really subtle and yeah I... do you know we the, the other day sorry just to go on this but it was really incre- uh, incredibly strange because Jada was like yeah I'm making raviolis and uh, I'm using um, chocolate so she was using cocoa powder in the pasta to make the raviolis and inside the pasta was gorgonzola so it was it was a choc- like a chocolatey very subtly chocolatey ravioli with gorgonzola in the middle was it nice do you know what I, it was i did enjoy it the first, it was it was interesting i i don't know if i'd ask for it again i don't is i wouldn't Jad, be like oh can we have that this? chocolate gorgonzola she might do, but um, I did. I I didn't offend her when I said it. I think she knew she was putting herself out on a kind of experimental tip. Do you know what I mean? She's, it wasn't like, yeah, you're gonna love this. It was like, let's try it. But did she so, know that? You know, you have to give her props for that. Did she know that you were about to tell everyone in the whole world that you <laughs> <laughs> that you didn't like her chocolate ravioli gorgonzola parcel? <laughs> I bet you didn't. No, I her. didn't say her name. I think you said her name. I think. I think. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. So yeah, I think you dropped it. So there you go. I'm sorry, Jada. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was interesting. It was, and it was just on that tip of like, you know, you've got to experiment with flavors. Okay, so I'm going to play you a tune now that I made while I was in the caravan. And we used to have parties in my caravan. It was in a boatyard. It was like a gated yard. It was just me and another caravan and some boats and stuff. And it was it was just an awesome vibe. It was like a sunny day. And I think we'd been to the pub and we'd been having a great time. And we just went back to the caravan and, you know, carried on the party. And I made this tune. 
And it was all about, you know, nothing ever stays the same because really at that point in my life, nothing was staying the same. And that was really inspirational for me. And just, you know, I was when I made these tunes, I was like standing up in amongst the party, you know, just making tunes and people were around sort of giving me that vibe. So, yeah, here we go. This one is called Gateway. So, 
I'm just thinking where to go with this now. So I wanted to talk to you mm. um, just about kind of um, like some of the the field recordings that you do because like you like you've got some really uh, good recorders, haven't you? Like the little what's that one that you've got that you're recording on? Um, the ones that is this built into the actual mic? Oh, I mean, I've got loads of different ones, but I've got like um. That's like a little ambisonic recorder that records mobile, which is pretty good. Okay. And then I've got yeah, it's just it's like a recorder built into a mic, isn't it? Yeah, that I mean that's yeah, I mean that's and it's an all right mic. I mean it's not yeah. I've got another one that I had made by um, Jack Reynolds, who's works oh, wow. at BBC, like doing. He had it made. Yeah, did you say? he made he had... it. Oh wow! So I got it. What do you mean he made it? Was he got a factory in his back garden? What's he doing? He does like so. He works for the BBC doing in their R and D department, or he did do. I'm not sure exactly okay. what what the situation is with him, mm. but um, yeah, he mm. he does that. And um, and I was speaking to him one day, and he said, "Yeah, I can make you this eight channel ambisonic mic." So it records in three sixty. Wow. Um, and I believe there's only two ever made um, to that spec that he made wow. it to. So he's just he's got one, and I've got one. Mm. Oh, and then mm-hmm. yeah, and that's great. That sound that sounds really, you know, that sounds great when you record with it. So I make a lot of recordings. But using what that. kind of things do you like to record? Sorry to cut you, but what kind of things mm. are you like? You know, when you say you've got this ambisonic mic, mm. what are you doing with it? Well, that's a good, yeah, that's a good question. So I record, um, funny you should ask that. I know you haven't planned this, but I went to mm. Scotland um, about mm. three weeks ago and the whole thing was about me yeah. recording different things. So I recorded um, ah. like <laughs> lakes and things like, so a lot of nature. I recorded um, wind turbines um okay well look you're gonna have to send me that and i'm gonna put this into the show all right you're gonna yeah well there's so a video that's I'm being just gonna made play. of me uh, okay but can these... we can we have a sample of, of these things just for the show yeah can we have like a sample of some of these sounds yeah i can give you um, a sample just of... just, just tell him so i can hmm. give you a sample that i took so i've got the also these contact mics um Okay. So yeah, you put them on surfaces, and it records the kind of the vibration of the surface, uh, surface, Ooh. and yeah, and so that sounds interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I climbed up so, a mountain in Scotland a couple of weeks mm. ago and put one of these big, uh, well, I put one of my little contact mics onto one of these big wind turbines at the top of this mountain that was covered yeah. in snow, and. Uh, Wow. Yeah, you'll be able to see... Like, there's a whole film on me doing this um, that's going to be released soon as well. Okay, so watch out for that, ladies and gentlemen. That sounds really interesting. Yeah. I look forward to that. When's that coming out, Luke? Um, I've got to record another scene in London, but obviously right now that's illegal. Mm. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'm just waiting. The guy that's... Uh, Matt Barton, who is directing and shooting it, is has gone back to the Lake District um, 
during this oh, period. It's a lovely place, Lake District. It's beautiful, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah. I was always there as, as a kid. That We used to go on little holidays to a place called Borrowdale. Oh. And it was like, uh, you know, the people were really small there. Like the peop- the doors are really small. Are they like miniature and, um, people? You know, it's all, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think I was small as well. Have so they got little voices? If they seemed small then, then hey, I think they got really little, they got hey, little, really little voices. <laughs> you, you've been swimming in Lake Windermere. <laughs> it's a big old lake if you're small. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's all the mirrors, isn't there? It's all Windermere, yeah. Buttermere. Um, yeah, they're obviously into their mirrors up there. Do you know what animal comes yeah, from up there? Yeah, you can... Like, there's, what animal? there's like a cat that's quite famous that comes from, from those places. Is it? Yeah, the meerkat. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely cutting that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. This is the part of the show where I'm going to read from the book that I've got called Stillness Speaks. And it's by Eckhart Tolle, who's like a philosopher. um, And it's, it's a nice, it's got lots of nice sentiments in it. So that's why I'm reading it. And I'm just going to, you just sort of, I'm, like to randomly pick a page so I'm gonna I'm gonna count to three and I'm gonna flip from the back one two three okay so here we go this is page 84 and it says you need nature as your teacher to help you connect with being but not only do you need nature it also needs you you are not separate from nature we are all parts of the one life that manifests itself in countless forms throughout the universe, forms that are completely interconnected. When you recognize the sacredness, the beauty, the incredible stillness and dignity in which a flower or a tree exists, you add something to the flower or the tree through your recognition, your awareness. Nature comes to know itself. It comes to know its own beauty and sacredness through you. Well, I like that. Which I, I like most of the statements here, to be honest, but that I can kind of relate to. And even on a scientific um, perspective, there's um, something called the double slit experiment. And it actually proved that when light is viewed, it changes its um, it changes its form. So from being just a point of light, like a dot of light, a photon shooting on something, when you view it, it changes into a wave. So the actual, just the, the fact that you notice it, changes it, which really blows my mind. And I guess that's the same for the rest of the universe and everything around us. So yeah, lovely. Thanks for that, Eckhart Toll. So, okay, cool. Uh, so I sent over three yeah. samples. And, um, yeah, the first one is it's a Spanish pigeon. <laughs> Actually, I was, uh, <laughs> I'm always amazed how pigeons sound the yeah. same, no matter where you go. Mm. Like, and I think that's one of those things. It's like, it's like a home away from home. Pigeon, <laughs> you know, they start... <laughs> Yeah, honestly, that's no, true. You know, you hear them and you're like, you hear all the other exotic birds. Yeah, yeah. That's a, 
Da, 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 da. Ace, like, mm, mm, is that the best you've got? Mm, mm, Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, Good one. So I was, uh, so I was recording. Yeah. Um, so where were you? It was where, my brother's where, yeah, birthday. God. I was in the south of Spain. It was my brother's mm. birthday. And, um, yeah, we were just hanging out together. Um, and I left a recorder, like an ambisonic recorder, going over, over on mm. overnight. So I think this was recorded, like, right at, early in the morning, just around right. the dawn. Um, so you're still capturing, like, a little bit of the traffic because it was when, mm. you People know... People getting up, going to work. When it was non-lockdown, so... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, you still get quite a nice little bird song at dawn, um, and there's a fucking pigeon right through it. So I thought I'd send that over. Nice, I, I love uh, it. I really uh, like it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a. It bit does exotic. sound quite tropical, actually. And I haven't told you this yet, but um, yesterday I got really inspired by listening to the water and that pigeon which i didn't know was a pigeon it just kind of sounded like a tropical scene to me like a lake and um and it reminded me of the trip that we did to um france and we went me and you went to we went on the ferry where did we go we went to dunkirk we drove we just decided so we yeah it was i remember it was when it was really hot, I think it was 2018, and we'd had like three months of really hot weather every single day, mm. and uh, and London was getting to that point where it just gets a bit sweaty, <laughs> Clammy. and no one really wants to be in London anymore. <laughs> yeah, everyone's like sweating and just being a bit angry and a bit frustrated. like frustrated, yeah, a bit sexy and frustrated. Yeah, sexual like, frustration, sexy angry. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. I know exactly so, what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So so we we decided yeah, to go to just to find a a lake on a map somewhere mm. in France. Um and we just drove to this well, we lake. We drove first first we just drove we didn't know where we were going really, did we? We we were just going along No. Um the Bel is it Belgium Road, like the Belgian border, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. we were constantly going in between Belgium and France because um, we arrived in Dunkirk and we just went mm. down and just kept on weaving in between the two. And one minute we were in Belgium, the next minute we were in and France the, and then back And the again. first night, we just, we, we were then, like, we couldn't find a campsite, really. I don't know if we couldn't or we just didn't want to or we just kept driving and then we found out that there was these campsites that you could go, like natural campsites. And we were like, let's check yeah. it out. We had a little bit of food and stuff like to cook with. So we just thought, yeah, let's stop here. So when we yeah. arrived, what, yeah. it was like and a bit of, it was a bit strange, wasn't it? It was quite eerie because I remember it was just in these kind of woods that weren't really that mm. special. All of it was just a bit... It was all right, um, and there was like. I didn't realise you were so unimpressed there. by the woods. Like, I... <laughs> well, I was. 
I wasn't. Were you I, no, I wasn't by like, that? impressed, but I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I liked them. I didn't think they it was were. Nice they to weren't get like away. amazing. I, you're right. They weren't amazing, but they weren't bad woods. They were like you know they were better than Oxley's woods. I, I've been to better woods. Than <laughs> yeah. No, you got. To... I've been to better woods. Than <laughs> oh, the Chiswick woods. You know. Uh, I mean, nothing could beat those. Wow. <laughs> But no, they were. It was like that. But um, it was just because we arrived and there was already families there, and there was already like people pitched up and having like little fires on their own. There's only about four people staying there. We didn't know the rules. We didn't know like whether we could drive in, yeah. what we could do. So, and it was getting dark. Excuse me. And it was getting really dark. So it was just. It yeah. was dark. It was, it was dark. dark. So yeah. those, pe- yeah, those people... We cooked food in the <laughs> Imagine dark. Imagine how those people must have felt, like just us sort of arriving at this campsite. <laughs> just two lads from London coming in, sort of making a, a racket and, you know, just pop, pop, like popping their tent up next to you. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's normal. <laughs> Wouldn't be my idea no. of a holiday. Yeah, I think it's normal. But I think, the yeah, the best day was when we just went and then we drove to that other oh, lake. Oh, man. And that was just like that a paradise. That was incredible. That's, and we were on mm. the boat. And so, because we the audience yeah, don't know, but we, we in, had an inflatable boat and it was quite a big one. Luke's like yeah. got it. I don't know where you got it, but um, you got it. This, this massive like dinghy and it's like, you know, it could hold four or five people, can't it, really? Yeah, it's huge. I mean, it's, yeah, it's three, four people. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, we tied it up in the middle of the lake, and I think it was 37 or yeah. 38. We stopped up with Belgian beers. Um, those really sh- chamay, chamay, strong beers, those. <laughs> Come on, chamay. Oh. <laughs> really strong. But it was awesome <laughs> because you could just, you could, we could just chill out. We had some music. We could just chill out. We could dive in the water when it got too hot and then just laze around in this boat and it was just you know we just drifted away and uh, the song that i made i might play it next week when i've finished it and um it was just like i sort of had that feel about it and it was like this doesn't cost anything to do this we were literally just like you know spending no money just drifting around in this boat having a couple of beers you know having some lunch it was nothing but it was the most awesome experience man it was absolutely yeah it was beautiful just to be outside and i was always quite surprised by your um kind of ray mears like (laughs) ability i don't know whether that's years living in uh, caravan well i think it helps (laughs) no but i mean i was really impressed it was just like you were like some hunter gatherer that i was just like (laughs) Charlie, fuck, man. Yeah, no, I've done it for years because ever since I was a kid, I was into it. You know, I've always been into the outdoors. I've always loved it. And, you know, I was in the cadets when I was a kid. I was in the air cadets for a couple of years. I became like a non-commissioned officer. And then I was in the army cadets as part of um, as my college. I went to Croydon College and did... Um, I was going to become like an officer in the Air Force. I wanted to be an Air Force pilot. Um, so that was... The, the backing right. behind that but instead you became an astronaut I could have become an astronaut um, in the you know <laughs> yeah in a metaphysical way in a me- <laughs> don't be forgetting your UFO <laughs>
So now, just imagine yourself in Spain with Luke, listening to these pigeons as you wake up. I mean, I've often thought about doing, um, is it, what's it called? A-M-S-R. That's weird, isn't it? That's like... You know where you're like, I'm, I'm opening yeah, a door. if you really... I'm opening a door right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a funny phenomenon that's taken off, isn't it? It's, uh, it's like just, I think it's like tickly, isn't it? It's like I've got a tickly feel about it. Yeah, I think it's like someone whispering into mm. your ear. Very, very softly. So, Luke, can you introduce the next sample, please? Okay, so the next sample is a... This one's a windmill. And it's... Is it Windermere? Oh, no, it's not is a windmill. Is it a Windermere? <laughs> it's a wind. It's a wind turbine. It's a wind actually. turbine, not a windmill. Um, he doesn't make flour; it makes electricity. It's a wind turbine. Yeah, it, this was a lot of electric. So this is on a recent trip that I went to mm. Scotland. Um, okay, so I'll introduce it properly. So it's mm. a windmill. Wind turbine. Example and it was on a trip um, mm -hmm. to Scotland where I recorded a lot yeah. of sounds and uh, my good friend Matthew Barton was recording or filming me record these sounds and it's part of a short documentary um, of me recording sounds and this one was a contact mic that I attached to the windmill and you can just hear all the electric running up from the oh, floor wow. and kind of going through the turbine. Is it running up or like is it running down? This thing. I, I mean, I guess it was <laughs> running down from the turbine. And it was, and it's like, but you can kind of like, this thing buzz, is yeah, like buzz. sucking the energy from the Whoa. earth. And you can just hear the kind of like, it's like it sings this song. <laughs> Uh, yeah, is that because you've done yeah, two samples? Is that the one that, with the effects? Did what do you what effects did you put on it? I mean, I just put a little bit of effects. I mean, I don't know which one you want to use. I guess like the normal wind turbine is quite. I kind of prefer the mm. original one, but but what did what know, effects did you yeah, put? That's I what I mean. What? I was just pitch shifting it and using a bit of granulization mm. and yeah okay. things like that. But I think it's yeah. I think it's a bit. It could be okay. better, but it was just a rough no, play. No, it's nice. I like yeah. it. All right, mm. so we're gonna play that one now, yeah. and um, be one now, two. Um, 
Yeah, I'm coming. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. One yeah. more sample. Yeah, all good. Okay. Um, some I can water. Hear, you can hear me. I can hear you. Yeah, yeah it looks sound. Again, Hopefully, it does. Looks like. There's this massive right. waterfall, which is. Yeah, it was huge. It was like so. There's three three of them that all formed mm. together. And um, so I stuck this, I've got like a, a oh, hydro right. mic and I stuck it into my recorder. Mm. So I stuck it in and then I started like, you know, casting it out and recording some of the water. And that sample is actually literally a couple of seconds before the waterfall <laughs> just took my mic and it just popped out. Oh no, did you lose the, it? Yeah, uh, the connector just popped you out. You lost it completely. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, I lost the hydromite, oh. but that was like, that was the death of the hydromite. Then just before, um... Before I lost it, I used it all over the Himalayas, so I recorded all the sounds of like these waterfalls and uh, lakes in yeah the Himalayas mm. in Nepal, and uh, yeah went and bloody lost it, but you know shit happens. You know you gotta oh. you gotta roll with the punches with this one, you know. But I still thought I'd make use of the last bit of um, of song this microphone sung. And uh, yeah, here it is. Nice. Here we go. Okay, so. But so, all right. So the next track that I'm going to play by you mm. is, um, it's, I'm going to finish the show with it, and it's, um, it's called No Control, and after it says Master. Mm. So I was thinking No Control Master, oh, but obviously, like... it, it... <laughs> yeah, it's like a BDM, a, a BDSM uh, special. That's like the BDSM. Okay, version. what does that mean? Well, yeah. Would this BDS? Is that like some kind of? Uh, That's like like sexual 
it's, it's yes, <laughs> it's like when we get the uh, the whips and the uh, the ropes and we tie you up and we spank you like a little uh, boy. Look, now I'm seeing the influence behind this track. <laughs> it does sound very Berlin, actually. This track, it does sound like it's got a kind of Berlin jungle feel. Yeah, I can imagine um, KSP. Chris uh, enjoying this, uh, this track. I don't know. Um, he, I and think, playing it. I don't think it's up to Mr. Mr. Uh, KSP German um, standard. No, I do don't think. I, I don't mean, know. he's he's so I good. I think it's pretty but... heavy. I think, I, yeah, he's brilliant. He is brilliant. But I think you know this. This when I heard this track, I was like, ah, oh, it's, it's pretty... kind of you know, it's got you're on a similar vibe there with that. It's pretty old. I wrote it in 2014. Or something like that. Um, what are you trying to say? Because it's old. What do you What do you mean? Well, I just mean that, like, I probably wouldn't write something like that again. But it's also, mm. it's quite nice. But that doesn't make it bad, right? That no. That was uh, something that I've been sort of looking at a lot of my old stuff recently. I was thinking, you know, what I was in a really good state of mind, or just an interesting state of mind in some of these tracks, and. You know, it's I've, it's a shame that I've left them in a way because they kind of, you know, they could have I don't know I could have shared them with more people, could have explored them a bit more. But I think it's good to bring out, you know, stuff that's old to you is not old to anyone else, is it? Yeah, I think there's yeah, there's a lot of truth in that. I think when you look, well, when you listen back to things that you made at a certain point in your life, it's um it's almost looking like a like a an old photo and it's almost becomes like its own little world you know the things that you mm. make during the course of your life like you were like oh yeah I remember I you know I was living here and I was you know hanging out with these people and, you know and you know mm. I was crazy in love with this person and then you know yeah is that me <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, just <laughs> moving on a bit um I just want to talk about um, the kind of like we were we were touching on it, but this um, like using your music as a kind of exploratory mechanism for your own thoughts. Is that something you'd say is true? Yeah, I think it's like all you know, write, writing music is like a therapy, really. Um, I think for mm. a lot of people, you know, you some I guess some people do it for fame and to be famous and to. Uh, you know they want to be recognised and all the rest of it and then I guess there's like a, probably a smaller group of people that it's almost a bit of a disease I guess it's like you know if you don't do it then you you feel a bit weird or you don't feel like you're quite complete with what it is that you you know you're not expressing yourself to you're not expressing mm. what you need to express and I think that uh, that's right maybe yeah I fall probably more into that I'm not really too fussed about people liking because you, you've been music. playing piano a lot recently haven't you yeah I love to piano playing yeah well I uh, I was yeah I was single again and I realised did you learn piano as a, as a child yes yeah yeah I did yeah um, okay yeah I did but I Have learned you got classical. long fingers I've never okay yeah yeah and then so like I started learning jazz um when i mm. yeah when i kind of decided no i actually i just i was listening to who was i listening to i was listening to like some nils fram or something like that or nils fram and um who 
Yeah, check him out. I mean, he's pretty so, famous. What's his name? Nils. I didn't quite catch it. Nils Fram. Nils Fran, okay, I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, Sounds like a good pointer, yeah. Yeah, but I was... He's a jazz pianist. He, no, he just plays, like, with all the microphones really close to the piano so you can hear all the finite details of, um, you know, all his fingers. Can you hear the squeaks you, of his fingers? You can hear his fingering. and um, Okay. Yeah, like, the pads against <laughs> the, the strings. Like, it... Yeah, because he uses all this mm. kind of prepared piano thing. And um, okay, yeah, it's really I'll like you feel like you're inside the piano. It's cool. It's really good. Yeah. So I, I've always wanted to be inside a piano. So would you be inside my piano? <laughs> of course, of course. Oh. Any time you fancy, I'll bring my chocolate gorgonzolas around. Okay. Ah. Oh. We can eat. We can. <laughs> we can have a tea party in your piano. It sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs>